Hey, what is up, guys? Uh, it is the Trivia Guy. Thanks for uh, tuning in to another episode of The Issue. Check us out Monday, Wednesday, Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, if you like the show, awesome. Tell a friend. Um, spread it out. Spread out word of mouth here. Um, if not, just relax. It's not a big deal. Don't tell a friend. Go about your day. Um, but hey, check out our Instagram at the underscore issue podcast, or our Twitter is just at the issue podcast. Yo, what's up? We are back. It is Monday, October 26th, and uh, it's a little later that we're getting this episode out to you guys, but we just want to make sure you guys do know uh, we're going to be getting these predictions before the game actually begins. Well, for Monday I mean, night. when does the, when does the Possibly, game... actually. Monday. 8.15. Maybe, you know, we just do that now. Yeah, maybe we, we should gonna start say, the show. We were going to say, we were going we to start with the uh, our Sunday thoughts, but it's 8.02, Eastern time, and the game starts at 8.15, so, yeah, we have the uh, Monday night predictions at the end, so I don't think we're going to be able to get to that. If we want to bump that up, yeah, just yeah. hit it now, and then bump the Sunday predict or the Sunday thoughts down. Yeah, yeah, so we'll Sounds good. just get right into it here. We'll talk about our Monday night predictions this Monday in about 16 minutes here. Um, we are going to have Nick Foles and the Bears at the LA Rams, Jared Goff. They need to win. Jared Goff and the L.A. Rams favored by six and a half. I have here. What do you have on Fox Bet? Fox Bet is also six and a half. That's a pretty wide spread for a five and one team. I was going thinking to a four thing. and two team. Yeah, I was isn't it crazy that I feel like you can never really fool Vegas? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, like look, yeah, the Bears are five and one. They've kind of been a sleeper, I guess you could say. But I feel like Vegas knows they're kind of a pretender. Yeah, you know, you can't you can't fool the line. You just can't. So I think, I think, uh, I think the Bears get exposed tonight. To be honest with you, I think so too. Um, I don't think they're a five and one team. Honestly, I think they're they, they remind, remind me a lot of a of a Tennessee Titans. Like, yes, they're good. Yes, they c- can deserve to be there. But at the same time, they can fall out pretty easily. I, I think. I think the reason is that both teams pretty much have one way to beat you. You know, the Chiefs. Look, now that they have Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Le'Veon Bell, their backfield's set. They oh. could. Run the ball to a victory a lot of the time. Yeah, even Darrell Williams is a fantastic third or fourth running back. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. If Damian Williams is your Darrell Williams is your fourth running back, and he'd probably be a two on most teams. And so they have the backfield. The Chiefs can run the ball, and then obviously you got Patrick Mahomes and a slew of weapons. They could throw the ball and beat you. Yeah. And oh wait, they held Deshaun Watson to like sixteen points in the opener. So actually, sometimes their defense can get them wins. Yeah. So I think that's why they're. Such a good team, but then you look at a team like the Titans, like you said. Look, if Derrick Henry's not running the football well, he's done. That's it. I mean, that's what Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. We'll get to it later in our Sunday thoughts, but I mean, they just shut them down. If you can, if you can yeah. kill that one offensive piece for a team like Chicago or a team like Tennessee, I, you can beat them. I wouldn't say easily, but it no, wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't take a whole lot. Yeah, I agree, saying. and I think I think that's kind of what you get with the Bears. They almost have to play flawless. The defense yeah. has to be really good. Nick Foles has to be um, not turnover prone. You know, he's got to be safe with the football. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they need David Montgomery to get. Usually, it's about more than seventy-five yards. I think I saw a stat, something like that. They don't. They don't lose that many games when their running backs are close to or over a hundred yards. So yeah. they just need a lot of things to go right. Uh-huh. And uh, I think with the with the great coaching of Sean McVay and uh, the veteran presence uh, on the Rams, I think they're going to execute the game plan to a T. And I think the game plan is just simply going to be better than Chicago's. Yeah. Um. I I, well, I don't like them to cover. I think six and a half is way too big because the Bears' defense is way too good. Yeah. And I think Matt Nagy is a really good coach. Which I don't think he's going to let it get you know over a touchdown to you know. Mm-hmm. I would say it's probably a four point game maybe. Yeah. I mean, which is why I, I'm just. Shocked that the spreads at six and a half. Yeah, that's astonishing to me. I like would, I said, I think Vegas is trying to tell you what they think of the Bears. You know, I would say field goal would separate I would say these the two. Field goal, like I said, maybe four points. Um, so, yeah, so, but I do like LA. The over under is forty three and a half. I think I'm going to take the under. 
Okay. Look, the Rams held the Dallas offense, which, yeah, we could – all of our doubts, but when it had Dak in there, it was one of the best scoring offenses in the league. They mm-hmm. held them to 17 points. And then, I know that was week one, but still. And then you have a Chicago defense. Yeah. A Chicago defense that I don't think is going to allow too many points from this L.A. offense. So. No, I agree. The Chicago defense is, is stellar. So I'm going to take the under. We got L.A. minus 6.5. I like the Bears to cover that. I think it's a field goal to a four-point game. Um, I mean, we'll, just for – I mean, I like whatever we could do the score here. Yeah, um, I, mean, I like LA to win. I like Chicago to cover. I like the under. I like the under. And I, I would probably say, you gonna predict the score? I'm here? gonna say 28. No, 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 that because that would be the over. Yeah, I'm gonna take a a 21-17 ball game. 21-17. Yeah, I was gonna go. Um, I go 22. I think it's gonna be a weird one. Okay. Defense is gonna be weird. 22. To 20. 22-20. It's going to be a two-point game, actually. I thought it was going to be 3-4. I think it's going to be a two-point game. Something weird's going to happen. Something goofy's going to be in the water here. It would have to be. It wouldn't be 20-20 without it. Yeah, you never know. Um, but what we're going to get... So that's the Monday predictions. That is... Okay, it is 8-07. So yeah, the it's game now 8-07. So they are, they are quote-unquote locked in. Um, we want to, do you want to hit the... Uh, some some World Series action right yeah, now. Let's bump that up. So what we're gonna get? We're gonna do World Series update now, and then we're gonna get to a break, and then out of the break, we'll we'll have our news. We'll have some game changing moments from Sunday, and we'll also have our Sunday yeah. uh, thoughts. But just a little uh, heads up: when we get to Sunday, you guys are just gonna see when we get to those thoughts that this is the only show you should be listening to. Yeah, I we mean, did come really on. well today. We, we were we were this week. You we know? were pretty right. So how many games were there? I don't know, but we only got One, three two, wrong. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay, so 12 games. Yeah, we went nine for 12. That's not bad. Peeps, we're, we are, as long as we are can the stay best over. hitters in the, in the league. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to this show for all your sports betting needs, because... Uh, we you know, it's kind of sad, though. We hit on 9 and 12. What's that? There's no World Series game tonight. I know. I was kind of really looking yeah. forward to game six. Oh, it's been a, such an entertaining series. I mean, that game was at th- that was four on- when the uh, Rays tied it up. Dodgers could have went up 3-1. Oh, they put yes. in Kenley Jansen. And he got lit up. Loaded the bases, got lit up, and then an error in center field, error at the plate, and they, they won the game. A walk-off. The Rays did. And it was... Wildly entertaining. I watched every single second of it, and it was amazing. I, I just love World Series. I love playoff baseball in general. Oh my god! But I feel like even without the fans, it's still phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, especially these two teams, really fun to watch against each other. Absolutely, the yeah. Dodgers Rays. So game six, though, we have Blake we, Snell going against Tony Gonzalez. Okay. By the way, okay, yeah. So they're saving Bueller for a potential game seven. I think that's they don't want to throw him on short rest. They're gonna let him get that extra day of rest because uh, I would say even have when. So if they make it to a game seven, I would start Bueller. Okay, that'd be Wednesday. So you know the the next game's tomorrow, which is mm-hmm. be Tuesday, and then yeah, Wednesday. So I would start Bueller for game seven. Absolutely, but, but everyone's available. And then I would have. I would honestly have Snell into relieve. Well, Snell is right after. Snell's on the uh, on the uh, Rays. Uh, my bad. What am I talking yeah. about? Um, I would say I would start Snell against. Uh, against well, yeah, but LA. he's starting now, Game Six. Okay, so then so they're probably gonna have Chuck Morton go in Game Seven though, which would be crazy. That would be crazy. Bueller versus Morton. That would be insane. Well, that was the game. That wasn't Game Three. I think somebody else started. I don't think Snell went. No, against... no, no. I think that was. So did Snell go against Morton four. already? It'd be a little rematch. No, no, no. Snell is on the same team as Morton. <laughs> what am I talking about right now? I don't know what you're talking about right now. No. Okay. Let's see. Um, game three. It's been a long day, man. It has been a long day. Okay. So now Snell. I'm gonna run run down the list here for you. Snell <laughs> is on the Rays. Yes, I know Snell is on the Rays. And so is Charlie Morton. Yes. But Walker Bueller is, is on, on the Dodgers, the Dodgers. Yeah, along with go. Joe Kelly and okay, Clayton Kershaw. And all okay, yeah, so guys. Morton and Bueller went against each other in Game 3, so that might be a Game 7 matchup if it gets there. Could Which be. Tony Gonsolin has been terrible, 0-2 with a 939 ERA. And yeah. the bullpen hasn't been all that much better, a 540-something ERA. Yeah. All right, who do you think wins tomorrow? L.A. favored by a run and a half. I want to say the Rays. 
I think so, too. Tony Gonzalez has been lit up. They've beat him now once, and then he got lit up in the NLDS, or they, NCS, and then they, play, they got Snell going. They play like, really simple. well in clutch situations, too. The Rays the are Rays they're just good. They're scrappy. If they can force a Game 7, I honestly see Tampa being able to win. And I was thinking about this. Yeah. Okay. This just popped into my head. I'm glad I remembered it. I thought about it, I think it was last week, or or maybe two weeks ago. I wanted to bring it on the show, but I just kept forgetting to bring it on the show. Tampa, the city of Tampa Bay. Okay, They have, yeah. the, they have the chance to do something crazy this year. Yeah, if Tampa, they they all three can win. All three can win. All the major, well. The Tampa Bay Lightning. They don't have a. Um, they don't have basketball. Yeah, they don't have basketball. They don't have an NBA franchise. Tampa, so yeah, that'd be the, insane. The Tampa Bay Lightning already won. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers now signing AB and having Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans. That's stellar linebacking core. They have a. They're. They're up there in their chances to win the Super Bowl. Oh my I would, god! I would yeah, call well, them a contender. Levante, David, Devin White. That's probably the best inside linebacking right. duo. Um, and then so the Buccaneers, what, Shaq Barrett, Nagantanandama, can sue. Yeah, uh, Vitavea, yep. Jason Pierre-Paul. Look, these are. I mean, yeah, they're some of them are past their prime. Probably Sue and and JP Pierre probably past their prime. Vea's just entering it. Yeah, but still, they're still really, really good players with a really clever defensive coordinator. Absolutely, the and Buccaneers then, have a chance to do it. Yeah, and their then, secondary's been amazing. And then the Rays, obviously, in the World Series right now. So if the world, if the Rays can somehow figure out a way here to win Game Six, which I think they will, force it to a seven and win. If they can win the World Series, that's two of the three Tampa Bay teams that would have won, and then all they're counting on is Tom Brady and the Bucks to to come pull it through. But I, I don't know. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not calling anything, but I'm just putting it out there. That would be kind of freaking nuts if that did happen. I agree. It would be insane. Didn't the Okay, yeah, no. I remember when the when Pittsburgh. I was thinking, remember when they did it, but the Pirates, you know, sucked. No, they but did. When, they did it in '79, I think. Yeah, City of Champions was 1979. All three won. Yeah, that that's awesome. Yeah, no, I was thinking when um, you would see the T-shirts like on ice or on on grass. You know, those yeah. T-shirts around Pittsburgh. That was because when the hockey and football won. But yeah, yeah, that was uh, 2009 when hockey and football won and baseball didn't. Yeah, well, I mean that's because the Pirates sucked and like well, they still they suck. always yeah, do. Yeah, I mean like they're terrible. I mean aside from like the 70s. Yeah, so we were. Wa- I was actually watching um, Moneyball the other day. A little side, Same. Little I was side watching note. that too. Um, they put on Netflix. I was like, I think I, mean, I texted might you that. As well, I'm pretty sure I texted you that. Yeah. So you know, um, me and some some guys were watching Moneyball and. My one roommate was like, that's what the Pirates are trying to do. And I'm like, no. They're really, really bad at it. Really, really consistently. So. Yeah, the Pirates need. I don't know. Brad Pitt. Being I do hired as say, that though, GM. <laughs> that movie kind of like interests me because they didn't even win. No, they didn't. They didn't even win the World Series. They lost in the, what, the DS? Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, like, great story. Like, you turned it around, but you didn't win. Yeah, and they made a movie about they it. They didn't win. Like, the Warriors beat. Want, be, like set the record for most wins in the regular season, and everyone's like, yeah, but, they, but they lost. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, the Oakland A's lost in the Moneyball season. They lost in the NLDS. They didn't <laughs> get to the CS or the AL. Sorry. They didn't even get to the Championship Series or the World Series, let alone win it. Yeah. And I'm like, huh. They still uh, made it far yeah. in the Pirates, though. So. Like, I, if you go back, like, obviously I can take a couple, like, the past couple World Series, but if you go back, like, 10 to 11 years. I mean, maybe if I did some homework, I could, you know, think of every every winner of those. But I couldn't, you know. Half of them, I couldn't think of who they played. No one cares about that. No. You think they care about a, uh, an ALDS no. exit? I'm like, come on. Yeah. But, I mean, it still is a good concept, good movie. Oh, it's a great movie. But I was a little bit surprised. I was like, I mean, they didn't win, though. Yeah. But. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it's I think right. it's a good. What they set up in that movie and. Is kind of you know, it paints the picture of how unfair baseball is when you look at like the different size of the markets. Like I think the can you pull up how uh, how much the Yankees spent on players last year and how much the Pirates Yankees spent payroll. Yeah, what's their payroll and then what's the Pirates payroll? All right, let's see the twenty twenty New York Yankees salaries and payroll. Yeah, give me that. Hopefully it loads. 
This should be hilarious. Good lord. This is going to be some good content for you guys. Alrighty, let's see, let's see, let's see. So the Yanks, I'll write it down, and then we'll get the Pirates, and we'll, uh, I'll do a little comparison here. Is there it should be, be like a total? Or it should be comical. Okay, can I get it like a total? Great, great. Oh my god, they're still paying A-Rod. That's hilarious. Oh yeah, A-Rod's getting paid for like three more Those years. Those are the people that they're still paying. Nick Tropiano, Chris Iannetta, Jacoby Ellsbury, A-Rod. That's <laughs> insane. Okay, I just wanted a straight-up number, and I just can't find it. Oh, okay, here we go. Um, the Yankees have committed $154.6 million to the payroll for the 2020 Wait, what was season. That? What was that again? 154.6. 154.6. I want to take a guess at what the Pirates is. Tim's trivia. Here we go. Um, Should you want me to take a guess? Yeah, because I have it pulled up right here, so don't look it up. 63. It's going to be lower. I'm going to give you three options, okay? All right, it's going to be, well, is it in the 40s? No, it's higher than that. Okay, 50s. Yeah, it's in the 50s. Okay. 56. 53. 4. Yep, 54. So, <laughs> uh, the, the Yankees spent $154.6 million on players last year, or this year, and the Pirates spent 54 so the difference there is one million six hundred thousand dollars in payroll. Yeah, that's insane. A hundred million dollars. Yeah, a hundred million dollars difference. Yeah, that's more than like triple. Or, yeah, I mean their almost. market's bigger like, though too, and there's no salary cap. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do yeah. you, okay, so this could be a debate that we bring up for another time. Should there be a salary should cap there in be baseball? a salary cap in baseball? Yes, I think so. I mean, or. Yes. Let me say start by saying yes, because it kind of eliminates the possibility for like a super team. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if there's no think about it in football, like if there was no salary cap, salary cap, it would you put there'd be like one team with Mahomes. that'd be insane. You like, could put like Mahomes and Derrick Henry. Well, yeah, because and, if you look yeah. at like a a team and say say the Chiefs, no salary cap, they draft Patrick Mahomes, they have all those weapons, and then. You know, well, Le'Veon Bell already signed with them, which is crazy. So they are basically a super team doing it under a salary cap, which is yeah. impressive. But yeah, you could just sign everyone. Yeah, like Gronk coming out of retirement. You think you don't think they would have thrown some big stacks at him, and it would have just been worth it based off endorsements and then actually winning. And then like, I mean, maybe not in COVID, non-COVID value. times. You know, because it's tough to predict money with that. The salary cap's probably going to go down yeah. next year, which is rare. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think I think there should be a salary cap in baseball, though. I definitely think so. Um, but it's weird because even with no salary cap, there's not a lot of super teams, but there's not as good of a balance between the good teams and the bad teams. That's what it really is. There's just a huge difference. Yeah, but there's, like, a, there's a gigantic There's a pretty gap. large like, top tier, though. Like yeah. Think about all the teams that you, that you could seriously think that could have won this year. Like the White Sox, if they would have been there, would you have been surprised? No, I wouldn't The have Twins, been. would you have been surprised? I wouldn't no, have been. like. There's a lot of teams that made the playoffs that easily could have run, ran the gauntlet. You that was also in the shortened season, though. No, I agree, I mean, but still. I think you lengthen that season out, you start to see a little bit more. Even if you lengthen out, like, who didn't get in that maybe gets in lengthened? Like, the Nationals, okay, that was a once-in-a-lifetime thing. They started off terrible this year. That's true. You know, the Phillies, okay, that we've been saying that they've been decent for two years now, and they've underachieved, you know? So I don't think there's a lot of teams that would have gotten in, like, had it been different. Yeah. Maybe right. the Rockies, maybe. I mean, it's just the no salary cap kills teams like Pittsburgh. And honestly, I was surprised Milwaukee has been as good as they have been because Milwaukee's a small market too. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, a salary cap in baseball, I think, would fix a lot of the problems that that league has. Um, it would definitely make it a little more interesting with different teams getting in every year. I mean, look, this is like one of the first years in forever – that the Browns are actually something that aren't to just be laughed at. I mean, yeah, they still kind of suck, but... I mean, it's like... I don't know. They remind me of the Cowboys last year. A lot of talent. Who the Browns do? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of talent. Defense kind of lacking. Have a couple pass rushers. A couple pass rushers. Um, but they only beat, like, the bad teams. Yeah. Baker Mayfield has a 100 and... 15 pass rating against the Bengals, but he has like an 83 against the rest of the league. Right. But like a team like the Browns is what it's just like what I'm saying. You don't have like in the NFL, 
it can be anybody any year because of the salary. Oh yeah, cap. And I think you I think get a couple the, of the right draft picks. You you draft right. You make a couple of the right moves of the offseason. You get a good GM, a good coach. It can be you. But like, say the Pirates get the best coach in all of baseball. We get like a, this great GM. We still don't have any money to spend. Yeah, we still don't have the guys. You no. know what I mean? So and it's like. I feel like football is the term any given Sunday like really applies. Yep. Because like you'll see a team like the Jets who were actually competitive against the Bills this weekend. Which surprised me. They were up ten nothing when I was watching that for a little bit yeah. and I was like, Are you or a team like the Giants have actually won a game. Yeah. Or the Redskins, well, oops, sorry, Washington football team. Yeah, they've just has beat, won a game. I mean they like, beat Dallas, like come on. And so it's like any given Sunday is that's that's the reality. Yeah. I feel like in the NBA, um, even probably in hockey, a lot of the times, and then in in uh, in baseball, generally the better team wins. Yeah, it like it's seem. a much easier bet if you're like talking betting and chances and and the percentage of times that the favorite wins. Mm-hmm. Every other sport, it's it's way more predictable. I mean, if you like, look, the Lakers go against some like low team, you know, like the Grizzlies or well, actually, the Grizzlies made the playoffs. I don't know the Suns. <laughs> Nah, they were actually decent. <laughs> I mean, who was bad? The Hawks were terrible. There we go. The Hawks were terrible. Yeah. The Lakers play the Hawks like nine nine point eight times out of ten. The Lakers win. The Lakers win that. Or, but you look at a team like bottom of the division, the Detroit Lions, right? If they travel to Green Bay tomorrow, it could be an actual game, and I wouldn't be surprised if they actually won. Yeah. I mean, the it happens NFL all the time. The NFL has that kind of stuff all the time. Oh, it happens all the time. Man. And then, like in baseball, you're telling me if the Yankees travel to Pittsburgh to play like a three game set that the, the that's a sweep. the Yankees that's are a sweep that the Yankees are ever going to get beat by the Pirates. Well, it's just like look at the three pitchers they'd probably be throwing. So, I mean, you're assuming that uh, Garrett Cole is at the top. Garrett Cole's still there, and then uh, Luis Severino is healthy, and Domingo Herman is like playing because he's had some off the field issues. Um, because that's those are their three best pitchers, and then even their fourth is like Masahiro Tanaka. Yeah, so like three game set, like you're getting those three dudes, like like matchup wise against our what nine dudes. I don't like that matchup at all. No, and then like our pitching matchup against yeah. like one against of, their lineup. Like, like we have like Jamison Tyone, like like we have guys that maybe Chris like Archer. maybe like twice a year are gonna go out there and throw you like a lockdown gem against a good team. Yeah. But like I'm not taking my like I'm not gonna play that odd. You know? <laughs> no. You would you'd have to be really dumb to play that odd. I agree. Um so what do we want to get to? Do you wanna do some news now or do you want to put that in the second segment? Um yeah, let's do a little bit of news now. We'll just do it kinda on the fly here. Yeah, let's get uh Get rolling on that. Get some news pulled up here. Already, already. Um, oh, look at that. OBJ. Oh, towards ACL. Man. He is now out for the year. That's How upset? I know Baker kind of ended up, you know, turning on there at the end of the game. But how upset do you think Odell was? Frustrated about, you know, obviously the quarterback play. Like, very frustrated. Mm-hmm. And then he... Hurts his knee, and usually as an athlete, you know when you go down how, you know, generally the severity of it. He probably knew laying there. He's like, dude, I, I, I'm screwed up. Like, I'm, I don't know if I'll be able to play this year. Yeah. And knowing that you were trying to make a tackle on a Baker Mayfield interception, like, can you imagine the pain in his in his head? That's insane. So bad. Um, obviously in his leg, too. Um, that, that, that would be terrible. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there's not a whole... Oh, yeah. Um, Wisconsin quarterback Graham Mertz. What did I tell you guys, huh? 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 Yeah. I remember that? I said, okay. hey, this kid is a baller lookout, and I was glad he got the start. And, wow, well, I believe he went, like, 21 for 22 with, like, four or five touchdowns and, like, 270 yards. So, yeah, um, he's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty he good. Uh, another piece I want to get to here. Andy Dalton. Yeah, he got cracked. He did get cracked. And uh, Ben DiNucci enters the game, and right now looking like he's going to be the starter in Dallas for Week 8, which is crazy. Ben DiNucci is the kid we talked about on our show on Friday. Uh, graduated from the same high school, you know, hometown kid here from Pittsburgh. He's going to um, get to start this week, by the way. Andy Dalton's been ruled out. So the starting yeah. quarterbacks are Ben DiNucci yeah. versus Carson Wentz. In, what was that? Is that? I think it's... 
maybe a Sunday night or a Monday night game know, next dude, week. That's, that's just funny. So, that's so cool, though. It's cool, though, yeah. It's so cool. No, it's going to be definitely really, really interesting. I bet we could probably even get Ben on the show. I bet if we pulled, like, because we have the connections Man, to get him on. Maybe. Should, okay, that's the Sunday night game. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah, it still has Andy Dalton list as a starting quarterback, but they've announced that he's out. Dude, he oh, got wow. popped. Did you he see did. that video, though? I did. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. It was brutal. Honestly, obviously brutal. wishing him a uh, wishing him a speedy recovery, but yeah. also hoping Ben Denucci can kind of step up and play. You know what I noticed though? It's that no one went to give John Bostick, the guy who hit him, a piece of their mind. Like none of the linemen went up and like, no. look. Do you remember when Mason Rudolph got absolutely bludgeoned on a football field? <laughs> do you remember Marquise Pouncey? Looking like Cristiano Ronaldo kicking at this guy's head. I mean, I know that John Bosley didn't hit him with a helmet, but he might as well have. <laughs> I mean, might as well have hit him with a hammer. Did anyone else see Dalton? He looked like he was dead for a second. Yeah. And the way his head hit the ground, kind of not the only thing, so yeah. it, not only did it get cracked by a shoulder pad that was in front of like a 250 pound beefed up dude running like probably 15, 16 miles an hour. Yeah. But then after that, all that force, it then hits the ground. Reminded me a lot of uh, A.B. getting cleaned up there Ooh. against the Cincinnati Bengals. Get his clock clean. But, yeah, that um, was by Vontaze Perfect. But, yeah, so. I'm just saying, man. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. It'll be really cool to see Danucci play. Watching Danucci play. Yeah, it was cool. First uh, completion was 30. 32 um, yards. Yeah, 32 yards for a first down to Amari Cooper. So, yeah. not a bad idea to get into a little bit of a rhythm with um with, with your, your best receiver. Yeah. So. I remember back on uh, the Friday show, back when things were simple, and I said, "Nah, eh, wonder if Ben Denucci's going to get to play at all this year." Yeah, well, you kind of called it, I and I said, "I said that he it. would," but I yeah. didn't think it was going to be this. this. I didn't think soon. he'd get a start. I didn't think he would start this soon. I actually, I wouldn't have been surprised if he, like, I don't mean it to be like rude, but if he never got a start, some guys just never get the opportunity. Right. Look, Tom Brady, if. The, People say that they just point to Drew Bledsoe getting hurt. Brady entered that season as the third-string quarterback. Yeah. So we had two two people get hurt to give him an opportunity. Look, nine times out of ten, that doesn't happen. So it's not like taking anything away from him. It's the reality of it. I just didn't think he would get a start. Yeah. Look, Dak, and then they pay Andy Dalton a lot of money. I just didn't think it was logical that he would get a start. Yeah. And then, I but mean, it's cool that he did. You know what I'm kind of excited to see, though? How Dallas is going to handle this, because... Let's not let's not forget this same exact thing happened to Pittsburgh last year, and Pittsburgh oh, was yeah. a, and Pittsburgh was able to finish. We were eight. down to Duck Hodges, who I think Denucci's probably more talented than Duck Hodges. Pittsburgh was able to finish eight and eight. Still, this will be we're going to see what Dallas is made of. This will be a big test of coaching. So and they're already character. two and five, and I think Dalton will probably be back if it's not for. And Pittsburgh started zero and four last year. Yeah, no, I think. So, I mean, what, Andy Dalton, he, I think he has a concussion, maybe a mild neck contusion. I can't see him being out for the following game. So, Danucci gets one win, maybe, or one start at least. Um, but then Dalton will be back. But still, even with Andy Dalton, if you could, now that you're 2-5, and five, say you lose next week because, I mean, let's be real, I, I like my guy Benny Danucci, but it's his first NFL start with no against def- Carson Wentz with, with, with no, no defense. defense. Yeah. Well, Dak can't even win with that. Yeah. So Andy Dalton can't even win with that. I'm taking the Eagles, but already. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles, but it would be sweet to see him win. Don't get me wrong, I'm like pulling for him because I'm not a Same. huge, huge Cowboys fan. Plus, it, I'm pulling for the hometown kid. Same. But like they said, they probably lose. So then Andy Dalton comes back, and it's they're two and six. If Andy Dalton can make them six and ten. That might be one of the better feats of quarterback play and coaching, depending on how the games look, obviously, do you think, that I've ever seen. Do you think he will, though? Do you think that's logical? Well, that's that's now a question for the schedule. So now we're going to check out their schedule. So because Cowboys, if they play anybody with an offense, then <laughs> probably not. Okay, so here, ooh, I mean, it's not bad. Some winnable games. So they have the Eagles. So eh. Steelers, that's a loss. Chalk mm. it up. Yeah. Great defense. Solid offense. Vikings, that could be a win. It could the Vikings be. have been really bad. It could be. And Kirk Cousins is not good. No, not this year. Like, I whiffed big on him. Like, he's not good. Not this year, at least. Well, yeah, not this year. And uh, and then after that, you have Washington. So that could be two wins right there. Bringing them up to four and whatever. Yeah. And then the Ravens, that's a loss. But then they had the Bengals. Mm-hmm. 
could be another win. So then we're at five and whatever. And then you have the Niners, Eagles at home, and then the Giants. Mm. So the Giants could be a win. Eagles at home, I don't know. Isn't that crazy? Danucci's going on the road. Prime time. To play Philly. To play Philly, the most heated rival of of the yeah, yeah. Of, of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, do you remember like giving him a high five for the pep rally to send him off I to do. stage? Isn't that crazy? I do. I, I high fived that kid when I was in eighth grade. It's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was nuts. I mean, looking back, I you know, I was more upset that we just had to have I a pep a, rally. We thought it was a little bit weird. Yeah. I mean I have a But then I went to the game and it was pretty awesome. So. I have a video of him at Heinz Field on my phone winning the Whippy old championship game and getting an yeah. ice bucket dumped on him. Yeah. And like that's on my phone from 2014, yeah. and it's insane that he's now gonna go try to lead a plummeting team. But yeah, into prime time, probably gonna be freezing cold in Philly. In Philly against the rival, he's lucky there's not as many fans though. Yeah, because could you imagine if it was full capacity and being greeted like that into the league? First game. Oh my god, I would I'd poop, quit. I would poop four <laughs> kinds of bricks. That's that'd be insane. Yeah. That'd be insane. That'd be um, terrible. Yeah. But that'd, uh, that'd be abuse to a rookie quarterback. Oh, it would be, it would be. Um that's about all we're gonna put into this segment. We have our Sunday thoughts. And then some and, some uh, game changing moments yeah. from uh from Sunday. Just some of the best plays, the most game impacting plays, you know, all that good and stuff. And even just energizing, fun to watch. So you will get that in the second segment. What's up, guys? It's the uh, boys here from The Issue. We just wanted to give the guys over at Rockville a formal shout-out. Yeah, they are fantastic. They have everything from lighting to audio for your car, your boat, and power sports, along with, you know, that's even where we got our new equipment for the studio. Yeah, no, absolutely. For some great equipment, um, hit up Rockville Audio. Check out their great prices um, for all your audio, uh, podcast, microphone needs. Yo, what's up? We are back. Second segment. We're going to get oh, some yeah. Sunday thoughts, our memorable moments. God, I missed being here in the, in the nice, pearly new studio. All right, you've only recorded one in oh, person this here. Is amazing. I've, uh, I mean, we've only, this is our third one in the new studio. Uh, it just feels good. It feels, it just feels great. It feels amazing. Um, yeah, guys, you haven't seen our first studio. I don't think we want to put that out there either. But, uh, yeah, probably not. I mean, this is an upgrade. We have, uh, I mean, you just, if you've listened this far, you've heard our uh, our Rockville ad. Um, they did a great job. Um, yeah, with fantastic. Even, like, dude, we ordered this, and it was here in, like, two days. Two days, um, two days and then very easy to, like, set up, install. I mean, yeah. The only thing that you needed to call I mean, for was the, the, the techno um, stuff. Right. But, like, anyone, most people don't really know that. I mean... That's another thing, though. I mean, their customer service was great. They were able to help me out with that, figure it out in about 45 minutes, hour. Yes. And, so, I, I, mean, and just, I had it all hooked just, up. So. It's just great to be here and doing this. So. Yeah. Um, um, even our one on the phone on, pretty good, on Friday yeah. sounded good. Yeah. I listened back a little bit to it, and uh, it definitely sounded a lot better on our new equipment. So um, first thing we're going to get to here in the second segment is going to be our Sunday thoughts. Um, we're going to get to the games. Yeah, we'll just jump right into it here. Yeah, where do you want to start? Oh, let's go Carolina and New Orleans. I think okay. it was one of the first games that actually started. By the way, a little update. Rams just scored a touchdown 6 nothing, um on Monday night. Did they miss the extra point, or did that like just happen where the extra point hasn't registered yet? I am looking currently. Okay, this now it's big. 7. Yep, yeah. it, they just kicked the extra point. Right. I was gonna say that would help for my like weird score prediction, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, New Orleans at Carol- New Orleans at Carolina. Uh, Carolina drops to three and four. They lose twenty seven twenty four. I think we called that. I think I said that. Uh, you know, going against Teddy Bridgewater, the former quarterback of the Saints, for a couple games there last year. I think they would be. Good against him, but actually, but he played really well. He did um, twenty three for twenty eight and two fifty four, two touchdowns, no picks. Yeah, one hundred twenty eight QBR. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I mean, he played really well. And if you remember, this is one of the games. This was the game we were talking about being a possible upset because the Panthers are that team that we were looking at preseason to uh, spoil a couple uh, chances. So, yeah, um, no, I, I agree. And I mean, we said it was going to be tight, and it was tight twenty seven twenty four. We said it was going to be really close. Uh, I do want to talk about one thing though. The whole, you know, Taysom Hill playing a lot 
it confuses me. Look, he had a pass for zero yards. <laughs> one for one for zero yards, and he had a one rush for six yards and then was targeted once in the passing game. Can we just relax with this guy? He's not that good. Yeah. He's not um, that good. It's, like, weird to see it. It is weird. I mean, a, just a really random guy out of Idaho State. You know what Wait, I mean? He ended up going somewhere else, though. What's his name? Oh, wait, just kidding. He ended up playing at uh, BYU. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, I thought a, a bigger story, though, was the lack of a running game for uh, for Carolina. Look, 14 attempts for 37 yards on the day. Mm-hmm. And if you take out Teddy Bridgewater's contribution, they had 12 attempts for 27 yards. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, that's not good. We have a lot to discuss in the tiers on Wednesday. We do. Teddy B, look, that's a great game. It in is. a loss with mm-hmm. no running game. Yeah. In New Orleans against a way better team. That's that's an impressive game. Oh, yeah. All right, let's go to Green Bay and the Houston Texans. Green Bay wins 35-20. I think we both called it. I think we both called them to cover, too. Yeah, Um. and I mean, we, I think we both said it was a little unfortunate for Deshaun Watson because – Look, he hasn't had you know wins this season, but here's he the thing: out again. yeah, he he keeps playing really well, and his team honestly isn't even that bad. But I mean, like the weeks that he's looking like he might bounce back and get a win, like this week, they play the Green Bay Packers. Like that's just terrible. That's luck. just yeah, that's just bad luck. They've had a pretty brutal schedule, and look, he was their best runner too, seven for thirty-eight. Yeah, David Johnson had fourteen for forty-two, but. Talking on average, Deshaun Watson was a more effective ball carrier. Oh, for sure. And also, oh, just something minor. He went, oh, what is that? Oh, 29 for 39 for 309, two touchdowns, no picks, 114 QBR. He's taking care of the ball. He's looking really good. He is. I he's, mean, it's... He's, he's really good. 15 touchdowns, five picks on the year, 2,100 yards. But on the out. flip side, Aaron Rodgers was just better. 23 for 34, I, yeah, I mean, 283 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah. Well, I mean, we said that. We said that he would bounce back and that not to overreact on yep. on what happened against Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is a really good defense, and he just had a bad game. Yeah. All right, here, let's go to a game that we both thought would be a blowout. I think the whole world did. It was a close game, 18-10. to 10, The Bills oh, beat man. the Jets. I, I said this earlier. I looked. I, I turned that game on. I was flipping through. Uh, I watch Red Zone unless the Steelers are playing. You know what? You just got to rub it in, don't you? I don't have Red Zone, guys. I thought and you did. I was watching it the other day, mm. um, Red Zone, because my cousin was in town. He signed into his Red Zone account. Yeah. yeah I need to get it. I need to get it. Yeah, I mean, I always watch Red Zone, so I'll be watching, you know. It, it's great because it shows every game that's going on, especially for this thing, for the podcast. It helps a lot oh, because yeah. you can just sit there and watch kind of the key moments maybe of everything how, uh, and, and get the grasp of everything. Yeah, maybe that's how I'll, I'll phrase it, you know, in my head when I – when you fork ask. over no 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 when I fork over like seven eight bucks a month oh uh, yeah I mean I'll just be like yeah it's a business investment yeah I'll just be like that's oh, for the podcast yeah. but um I mean I I was flipping around because I think the Steelers went to half or something and because when the Steelers are on I watch the Steeler game yeah Pittsburgh come on um and the Jets were up ten nothing and I was like what yeah Buffalo didn't even score a touchdown until the second quarter no no they. No, no, Buffalo did not score a touchdown. They had six field goals. Oh, that's right, goals. that's right, yeah. Six field goals. Um, I don't know really how to feel. I'm selling my Buffalo stock. I'm some. I'm buying their stock to win the division. I am selling it as a true contender. I think they're a, a pretender. Josh they Allen. lost two straight before this, and then this, dud. Josh Allen didn't look bad, though. 30 for no, 43. No, he didn't look bad, but come on. No touchdowns against that Jets defense. I need a touchdown. Yeah, that's true. Against a really terrible team, I mean, I don't know, man. I think that I think the Jets I, are the worst football team I've ever seen. I think that this they has have, to move at least make Josh Allen trend down for Wednesday. Uh, he's already in the second tier, so. Well, I mean, I'm not saying move down all the way. Oh, yeah. into the third tier, into above average Joe's, but I would just I'd start putting him towards mid to bottom second tier. Yeah, no, he didn't look great, but can we talk about the Jets ruined Sam Darnold? Terrible. Terrible. 12 for 23, <laughs> 120 yards, no touchdowns, two picks, 31 QBR. Look, Carson Wentz doesn't have a lot to work with. I mean, granted, way more than Darnold. 
but he is putting up great numbers as of late. And even sometimes when it's not the numbers, it's the wins. He guts out wins. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of. Fun. I like Sam Donald, but I think he's going to be one of those quarterbacks that, if he gets a second shot, it's going to have to be somewhere with everything that's good. Yeah, almost like a Brady Pittsburgh situation. Pittsburgh is really, really interesting, though. It is, and I know I mean, we've talked about it before because Juju brought it up, actually. Because he played at USC with him. Do you? The thing is, I think that Darnold would garner a first-round pick. Do you think he's worth it? Because the risk is huge, but the reward is massive. Getting Minka, we knew he was going to be at least decent enough to be worth like to a... To warrant the first-round pick in, in exchange. Maybe not to be a... Warn a first round pick. We didn't know that he ended up being worth it, but we knew he'd be worth like a pretty high pick, second, third, minimum, right? Yeah. We knew he was going to be at least a solid player, yeah, and at least a starter for us for a pretty long time, right? And so it was pretty much worth it. But if you give it up for Darnold, and it doesn't work out, you just gave up a first round pick to a dude who will see the field for a season and then we'll cut him. When we'll, you could have maybe ways. tested the waters off. On a drafting a, drafting a quarterback. Drafting a top Or even drafting more talent. Yeah. Uh, it's know, interesting. Man. It's interesting. I mean, it's going to have to. I would give a second and like some kind of depth positional player. Yeah. Or like a Vince Williams. Just saying. Or, Look, see, or a Vince Williams plus second round. No, I'm saying Vince Williams in a second rounder. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Call me crazy. So, say we trade Vince Williams in a second rounder, and then we use that first round pick that year to get another speedy middle linebacker like we had with Ryan Shazier to go with Devin Bush. Huge. That'd be huge. Plus, you drop Williams' salary, can help pay for other people like Bud Dupree and T.J. Watt. I mean, it's not crazy, guys. No, it's it's not, not insane. That should definitely be an option. Another thing, would you think it'd be crazy to trade a Cam Hayward? For? A first-round pick and a dump his salary? He could probably get a first, maybe a high second. I would. And I you dump his salary, and you get to pay for a younger, more upside Bud Dupree. And TJ Watt. Call me crazy, but then you still have Stefan to it. That Tyson Alalu, we're getting him on a discount. He's playing really well in the middle. I would really, I would rather nose tackles. I could pretty much interchange here. I would rather have to it than uh, than Hayward if I was had to. Well, yeah, and we don't play a lot of four three. We play mostly three four. four, And then we bring a linebacker. Yeah, and so it's like, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, interesting, interesting. Maybe we should add that in like a little segment. Uh, We'll call it. We talked that on. We talked about that on Friday. Our our sports discussions. Maybe we could just throw that in there. Yeah, yeah. We'll put that in on Friday. Um, All right, here let's continue on a game that we are wrong. Washington. Throttles Dallas. Dallas is a terrible football team. We already kind of talked um, about Dallas. They should pretty much be embarrassed for being an NFL football team. At this point, yes. Um, Jerry Jones messed up on the head coaching hire. He messed up on the people that he's paid. He's messed up on letting Mike McCarthy hire Mike Nolan. Um, I think you could tear it down. I think it's terrible. I think this is way too Start talented of over. a team. This is a more talented team than Washington. Even... I don't care who you have a quarterback. Don't care. Andy Dalton with that cast, way better than this win than who Kyle Allen in that cast. Yeah. Yeah. That was a coaching win. That was a coaching win. Mm-hmm. So let's go down let's go down the list here. So quarterbacks, Andy Dalton, Kyle Allen, or Ben Danucci, Kyle Allen. Either way, pretty much equal. Both none of them are solid options, right? Yeah. And then we go running backs. Okay, I'll give it to the Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott. And Tony Pollard. And then who are the guys running the football for Washington? Antonio. Who is Antonio Gibson? Yeah, I don't know. Who's J.D. McKissick? Antonio Gibson, I'll tell you. Who is Peyton Barber? Is that a Tiki Barber like product? What is that? Antonio Gibson is 6'2". He's 220 pounds. Where did he go to college? He went to Memphis. He was Memphis. born. He was born on June twenty third, nineteen ninety eight. And uh, who's JD McKissick? Check on JD McKissick. But uh, Gibson was drafted in the third round, second um, second pick of the third round this in, past year in the twenty twenty draft. He's okay, so he's a rookie. Yep, out of Memphis. Going against then, Zeke yes. matchup wise, and then yes, and outrushed Zeke. Yeah. yeah. And then who's JD, JD McKissick? McKissick. He where'd he go? Where was he drafted? He was drafted out of Arkansas State. It Arkansas State. Mm-hmm. 
Five ten one dude. Like so let's just he's so, getting paid seven hundred and twenty thousand dollars. I would year. say that the quarterback plays either equal or I'd probably give Andy Dalton the advantage over Kyle Allen. Mm-hmm. He's just consistently won more in the NFL. And then I would give running backs to Dallas. Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. And then even Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb have a rush. You look at the guys who had a rush for Washington. Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick out of Arkansas State. Maybe a Tiki Barber relative. No clue. I have no idea who Peyton Barber is. And Kyle Allen. Okay. Yeah. And then let's continue down here. We'll go to the wide receivers. People to record a catch. Amari Cooper. Dalton Schultz. Take it or leave it. He's a tight end. Zeke. Tony Pollard, and am I looking at that right? Okay, C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup didn't even record a catch. Yeah. And so you're telling me that Cooper, Lamb, and Gallup, they are head and shoulders above Terry McLaurin, <laughs> Cam Sims. <laughs> he scored his first touchdown last week. <laughs> um, oh, oh, Jeremy Sprinkle, the tight end. Oh, how about... Logan Thomas, the tight end, who is a quarterback in college. Yeah, um, let's it go here. Doesn't look good. You know, it's Tamarick Hemingway. You know, it's who's on the practice squad. There's something that's scaring me here about Dallas. They're, They're habitually terrible with a bunch of talent. Yeah. <laughs> well, and now here's the thing. They're going to they're going to Philly. Okay, they're traveling to Philly, like we already said, with a rookie quarterback making his first start, Ben DiNucci. We we're pretty sure we don't. I don't think that's fully set in stone, but I'm pretty I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure he's gonna. I yeah. Mean, and then you look at okay, Ben DiNucci rushing the ball, one rush. Okay, had two fumbles. Well, one of them, one was, of them was, a sack. One was a sack. Yeah, but, but yeah, he's no. got to hold on to that football, man. Yeah, especially think, against the Eagles defense. I mean, look, that happens with the young quarterbacks. Look, Daniel Jones has the most fumbles, I think, in history through the first two years. And he hasn't even played full two years yet. Yeah. So. I don't know. Um, all right, we'll move on here. We spent a while on that game. But it was pretty, you know, we'll, I'm just going to kind of mix in the um, the game-changing moments into yeah, the, we'll just do our thoughts. That was that was a Definitely. major moment of the weekend. I would say season-changing moment. That, on that showed one. that the Cowboys are bona fide terrible. We thought they were no, no, they are for sure terrible. Yeah. Um, the coaching, I thought the display that it put on the coaching was was memorable. So. Yep. All right, here, let's go. Cleveland at Cincinnati. Baker kind of heard the criticism a little bit. Five touchdowns, did have the one pick. Um, but I don't think we should read too much into this. Look, guys, I told you, his pass rating against the Bengals, it's like 111, 112. Yeah. Against every other team in the NFL, it's like an 83. Um, like, do you think it's a coincidence that Jarvis Landry has a, at least one throw every game, like, no. for the past five weeks? I mean, seriously. Um, but I mean, look, I mean, good for him. I mean, he's beating the people that he has on his schedule. So that's you know, I mean, he has his team at five and two. I was honestly kind of excited that a maybe see Burrow get a w- another win last night or yesterday. Yeah, I thought he would, but he played out of his mind. Four total touchdowns, yeah. one pick, 113 QBR, 406 yards. And without his rushing numbers, um, they have 15 carries for 47 yards. He looks good. He looks really good against a Cleveland yeah. that is not they, I mean, bad. it's not a great defense, but it's not a bad defense. It's probably about middle of the road, maybe towards the bottom. Yeah. But, I mean, I definitely wouldn't call their he still lit bad. it up. Mm-hmm. They still lit it up, but uh, like I said, I wouldn't look too much into that into that game for either side, really. Yeah. Oh, let's go Detroit and Atlanta. Hey, look, we trusted our gut here. Atlanta never bet Atlanta. Had to make a goal line stop with I think three seconds left, and, and what do you know? They folded yet again. The Lions win. We went with our gut. We were right. Um, Atlanta is an abysmal football team. Um, I have a yeah, they're just really, really bad. A funny picture here. Hold on. I found it the other day. Matt Stafford looked decent, though. He did. Kind of kept time. himself in that lower tier, in that third tier. Here's a. This is a graphic kind of. It says, pray for Atlanta sports fans. It has them. It has their lead here, 28-3 to over New England in the Super Bowl. 
It has the Georgia lead over Alabama in the national championship at twenty to seven. It has them leading over the Dallas Cowboys twenty nothing when they insane. when they got beat this year. Yeah. It has them twenty six ten over the Bears when they got beat this year. And it has the Atlanta, Atlanta Braves leading three to one in the NLCS. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's just brutal to live there. Listen, it guys, if you're from Atlanta and you listen to the show, I'm sorry, sorry. but uh you guys sorry need for your to sports figure something folding. out. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not much to be said about that game other than Matt Ryan looked very average. I mean, only one touchdown. No picks, yeah, but 105 yeah. rating. I don't think he played his way into the third tier. I think Matt Stafford played his way to stay in the third tier, though. Yeah. Um, I thought the yardage was there. Uh, I mean, the QBR was there. They had very similar stats. Yeah, they did. Him but I think it's Stafford. easier to stay in the in the tier than to move up. Yeah, and especially Matt Ryan lost. So it's like... Yeah. So, what did it actually do for you? Like nothing. Not putting the yeah. team on your back. Um, Can't believe the Lions are five hundred. Good lord. Yeah, that's kind of strange. Yeah. All right, where do you want to go next? I'll go to KC at Denver. I think I predicted that this would be a blowout, and it was. Yeah. I mean, uh, I Drew Locke right. looked just really bad. You know, um, look, Patrick Mahomes looked like a surgeon. He did. I mean, really. Well, they they also had a lot of help. They had a pick six and a kick return touchdown so the offense actually does didn't score you know 43 true points um but i was impressed with their defense they bottled drew lock up i mean it wasn't even close i was just surprised with how many times mahomes was on the ground yeah he was sacked three uh, like three times which is a lot but still he was he hit was, a little bit he was yeah. getting knocked down a lot and, and and rushed a lot which was kind of surprising to me because i didn't think denver is the team to have a great pass rush yeah well without von miller yeah yeah I mean, when you have Von Miller, different story. Right. But uh, but Von Miller list Denver against the Kansas yeah. City offense. I did not expect them to have three sacks and so many hurries and, and just like knocking the quarterback to the ground. Yeah, I agree. I thought I thought the running game was really good for Denver, but just drew lock with the mistakes. Yep. Um, all right, here let's go to. Wait, hold up one second. What was the turnover ratio on that game? I feel like it was okay. Calculators in the old studio behind you, if you want to grab it. Four to one. Mm. Two fumbles lost for Denver too, along with Drew Locke's two interceptions. That's brutal. Yeah, that's not good. That's a game changer. All right, let's go. L.A. The L.A. Chargers beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's what I would. We think predicted that Justin Herbert solidified that he is going to be a problem for a long time. 27 for 43, 347, three touchdowns, no picks, uh, 111 QBR, and then led his team in rushing, nine carries, 66 yards, and a touchdown. Dude looks legit. I know. You can say, well, it was against the Jaguars. Um, Yes, it was, but it was his, what, fourth start? Let's pump the brakes. He's amazing. He's really good. Did anyone else see the throws he had? When he threw open something, Guyton is his name. Here Mm. we go. Jalen Guyton, he threw him open. It looked like that guy was covered, and it's just a perfect throw. It was. Oh, Keenan Allen proved though that he is a really, really good receiver. Mm-hmm. Really good. Ten for one hundred and twenty-five. So. Yep. Um, all right, let's go over to Seattle and Arizona. Okay. Um, oh wait, hold up. Let's wait, wait. Let's finish. Actually, let's finish the day window first, real quick. Sorry, messed okay. up. Yeah. All right, let's go San Fran and New England, guys. This was my big botch of the week. I really had faith in New England. I thought they were, thought they were a contender, guys, and um, turns out they are not. New England, no. Yeah, and I think Cam is probably like, you know, going to be jobless after this year. Done. Yeah. Um, I did predict though that they would f- limit Jimmy Garoppolo. Look, two picks, no touchdowns. 80 QBR, and I, 79.5, actually. And I did not predict that they would limit Cam Newton this much, but no touchdowns and three picks, 39. Yeah, they got pulled for Jarrett Stidham, who is awful. Who didn't even he throw threw a another pick. And he didn't throw a touchdown at all. Yeah, he threw another pick, Jarrett yeah. Stidham did. Um, no, it was basically the Jeff, Wil- Jeff Wilson show. I mean, he actually is out now for, like, the season. He's on IR. Uh, That's good news. Suffered a high ankle sprain. For San Francisco, he already game. has enough injuries. But he did play really well, 17 for 112 yards, three touchdowns. I feel like you never see ball carriers like that really go off against New England. Yeah, especially when they're uh, 
So young and only making five hundred thirty-six thousand a year. That's not usually a stat you see. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> um. All right. I, I said this was going to be a big game. This is going to memorable moment, game-changing moment win here. Uh, Tampa Bay over over Vegas. It doesn't seem like a huge, huge um, win, but I think it is mm-hmm. because Brady looked amazing. Five total touchdowns. Yeah. 33 for 45. Not every day. 369 yards. 127 QBR. Is Brady just not so good at that quarterback sneak? He's so good. He's so good. I mean, I just thought I just thought they played really well. Look, I don't think they let up a sack. Am I right? Mm. Okay, no, no sacks. sacks. Yeah. And I think I, I don't know if I have penalties on here. Yeah, I don't have penalties, but I'm pretty sure they had like four penalty yards or something like that. And you know what I've noticed? Rob Gronkowski getting a lot more involved. Yeah, he is. That's his second straight game with a touchdown. Five catches, sixty-two yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, he's being now utilized he's again. Him and him and Brady seem to have that starting to click back. a little more now. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to start. They're starting to get it back. Um, I agree. You know, it's a little weird though. Mike Evans, second straight game that he has not looked solid. Yeah, I mean, and it's kind of strange that Scotty Miller, who had no targets on Thursday Night Football. Six for 109. It's the beauty six. of Brady, though. Yeah, yeah. He he's he spreads the ball to to, to so many different targets. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's pretty clear that Chris Godwin's his favorite favorite target. Yeah. Um. Him I think is. he leads the. He's tied with Evans in the team. Um. For catches, but he has way more yards, touchdowns, all that. Yeah. Uh, Derek Carr, though. How Derek Carr do? Two touched. Uh, he went twenty-four for thirty-six. Right. That's not bad against that defense. Two hundred eighty-four yards, two pick or two touchdowns, one pick, one and, pick, uh, two nine, carries, nineteen yards, ninety-eight QBR. Yeah, that's not terrible. It, look, if Derek Carr's giving me a ninety-eight QBR every week, I will take that. Yeah, I mean the rushing game just was not there for. Uh, yeah, for, for Vegas, Jacobs, Rashard, but, no one could get it going. But how could they get it going against that linebacking core for Well, that's what I'm Tampa. saying. So, like, against that defense, like, I'm really impressed with Derek Carr. Yeah. Like, he is staying in Tier 2, mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now. And I don't even think he – I think that actually losing this game, even with that performance, I would still think he might even trend up. That was a really impressive performance. It I was. thought he looked good, actually. He did, he did look pretty yeah, good. Yeah, the pick wasn't my favorite. To, you know, it wasn't like a tip and, you know, fell right in his arms. Kind of a bad pick. But, look, only 12 incompletions. I, I, I'm good with it. I think he, what, 63% of his pass? 64? Yeah, 60. Uh, hold on, let me count on that again. Um... I'm just trying to do some mental math. 66.7. Okay, so 66% of his passes and for for almost 300 yards, two touchdowns. Yes, he had the one pick. A 98 QBR, people. That's really, really good. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, as I said, if, if Tampa Bay can win this game, because it's a game they should win, but it is on the road, kind of a weird travel, you know. Going to Vegas, even though it's not all fully open, you know, still going to Vegas. Oh, yeah. And they're able to go in there, focus, give up no sacks, have minimal penalties, and just play a full, a great a game fully, of yeah, a great game of football. You know, every facet. I agree. All right, that is it for the day window. Now Actually, we get to. S- we need to get to the Steelers Titans. We didn't even cover that. I was gonna say that for the very end. Okay, I, yeah. No, no, no. Let's do it now, though. Um, the Steelers scared us all yet again. Oh man, I know. I put out a tweet. I think how many weeks ago was that? It might have been two or three weeks ago, but I think it still holds true a little bit. I said, this is on my personal Twitter. Um, where is it? It's well, right while he's here. looking for okay, that, I'm going to say Big it, Ben might have played himself out of the Comeback Player of the Year. Three interceptions? Come on now. Yeah. But anyway, good. Um, I said, is it strange to still be worried that the Steelers will blow the lead while they go to a knee in victory formation? And I uh, said, nope, not at all. Uh, what I did like, though, the game, I, I like how much Ben got everyone involved. Look. James Washington had no catches, a little bit weird. But then you look at a guy like Rarey McLeod had two um, two touches. Vance McDonald had a couple. James Conner had three through the air. Ebron had six. Deontay Johnson had nine. And then I like that Juju kind of got going. Nine for 85. When Juju's going, he's happy. He's he's good. He's yeah. good. Juju's a good receiver. He's got 32 catches on the year. That's not bad. People have been saying it's a bit of a down year. Yeah, I get it. Nine catches on 14 targets. He was clearly the go-to. And I think that was one of the better schematic defenses that they've seen this year. Yeah. And so, you know, when things got a little bit tougher, Ben, look, he went to his go-to target, and that was Juju. Well, I think I think people can 
Okay, yes. I think Juju being on was a huge part in the win. But I think people are overreacting a little bit to the picks that Ben threw, and here's why. If you watched, the... The one was on a Hail Mary, basically. The one was on a Hail Mary at the very end of the half. I thought it was a bad play to, call, honestly. Yeah, and I thought, if you're going to throw an up-for-grabs ball yeah. like that, Deontay Johnson isn't the guy. Yeah. Chase Claypool, even Juju. Go, yeah, bigger frame. Ebron, yeah. Continue, though. But, so that's the first pick. I don't really blame Ben there. Yeah. I mean, just doing what he had to, trying to get the ball to the end zone. The s- second pick was bad. The third pick, though... Or was it the second or third that was bad? I don't know, but either the second or the third one, he threw it. It got tipped at the line and went straight yeah. up. And yeah, went that's right just unlucky. That's not on Ben, but the... I mean, you know what I said, though? I think when he I was watching it. one legit pick. To, yeah, yeah, I agree. But, I mean, still, pick to pick, right? Yeah. Uh, but I was saying this to one of the guys I was watching the game with. Um, I go for a 6-5 quarterback. Ben gets a lot of balls tipped. He does all the time. I don't know if he's staring where he's going to throw or if his release is too low or if he like somehow dictates way too early where he's going to throw the football to linemen or if the linemen are giving away. I don't know how it happens. But for a 6-5 dude, there's like four or five balls a game that are tipped. Yeah. In the first half alone, I didn't even watch a lot of the second half. He, in the first half alone... Um, he had like three tipped, and I'm like, God, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is strange to see somebody with that kind of frame. Yeah, tip that I, much. I, I didn't see Tannehill's a single ball get tipped. I don't think one did. One uh, by okay, T.J. Sweet. Watt. All right, yeah, well, but T.J. I mean, Watt's he's an animal. Animal, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so, but the Steelers, anyway, I thought they grinded out the win. They did what they had to do to win the football game. Yep. Plain and simple, they got a little bit of a gift from Steven Goskowski at the end. He missed a 46, 46 yard. I mean, they were actually saying, so... If you look at his stats from 40, I think it was like 40 to 50. Or no, no. So so from 50 to like 58. It was like 51 to 61, I think. Something like that. Something like that. He is like lights out. Yeah. But then when he goes from like 50 to 41 or something like that, his percentage drops like an insane amount. I'm like, that's weird. That's got to be like in his head or something. Yeah, because this dude can just bang from like 58. And he then, can bang short. I mean, look when he's in within forty yards, I think he's almost like a hundred percent. Yeah, and then it's he gets to, he gets like and then forty-five. He and he's past like, it. He's like automatic. But then in that in that range, he just can't do it. In that forty-five yard range, he's like, eh. yeah. <laughs> he just can't. Kick it's it. insane. Um, and then now we just get to Sunday night. Sunday night game here. Oh, oh yeah, that was also a memorable moment just because a we are you know Pittsburgh based podcast. So absolutely, moment out. Steelers winning there. Um, plus. To, but both teams were undefeated, and so it was a pretty big game That's there That's crazy, well. yeah. All right, uh, this is definitely a memorable moment here. This this game, oh, my God. Uh, this whole game was a memorable moment. The um, Seahawks finally show that they're human, and they lose 37-34. We knew the defense was bad. I guess the over. We were right there, but we had Seattle winning. Russell Wilson with three interceptions. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, it hurts. It definitely does, and I think it brings Aaron Rodgers back into the MVP conversation. It does. It it because makes... it brings Rust. I don't even know if so much as it brings Aaron down or up. It brings Rust down to human level because Rust was on a runaway with it. Yeah, um, I think I still, still think he wins it. Yeah, I also thought that the running game was just poor. Russ led the team. Six carries, 84 yards. Carlos Hyde was decent. Isn't Russ led the team kind of the big thing from this entire season? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) even without him, they still went over 100 yards, which is fine. I mean, it's solid. But, like, they weren't great. Um, Tyler Lockett, though, was great. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. 15 catches, 200 yards, three TDs. If you had him on your fantasy team this week, congratulations for drafting him. I was actually offered a trade. Um, well, I'm friends with the Don't guy, so no, 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 I didn't. I didn't like decline anything. Okay. Um, I we were texting, you know, about it before we formally sent it. Right, we didn't send it, so we're still it's in discussions, you know, over text. And he said that, uh, guys, I'm looking at I'm looking at getting rid of uh, getting rid of Lamar here. He is not that good. Who are you gonna pick up? I'll just pick up a waiver, a quarterback every week. Like, look, I've got Carson Wentz this week, and he gave me 31 points. I would start Carson Wentz against And I'm going to start him again. Yeah. And so it's like, Tyler Lockett might be worth it. Yeah. Might be worth it. But um, we'll good. see. Anybody want to talk about how the, the memorable moment of Metcalf 
going to a track show and just absolutely pretty cool running down Buda Baker. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty impressive. I He's saw, a specimen. I saw somebody tweeted. They were like, "You don't think that guy cares about this game? Like he cares." Oh Metcalf yeah, Metcalf is invested. I mean, he's gonna single-handedly sprint a hundred yards, yeah, below past Russ. That was hilarious. Watch it because Russ was like trying for a little bit to catch up. Metcalf just comes storming back, tackles this dude at like the ten, and then they still couldn't score, which was crazy to me. They got yeah. zero points because at first, when when Metcalf made that touchdown or that that tackle right before he got the touchdown he makes that tackle at the 10 i'm like well i mean great effort but i mean they're still gonna put points on the board i mean they're on the 10 and then they don't put any points on the board and then that uh that tackle just becomes so much bigger i mean they lost the game though so it doesn't really matter but i mean it was definitely entertaining though in that situation Um, it became so much bigger yeah but i mean kyler murray 34 for 48 70% uh, 360 yards, three touchdowns, one pick, 104 rating. What do you think about uh, Murray? Kyle he looked Murray. really good. He did. Yeah, I thought he was a gamer. So that throw to um, DeAndre Hawkins with no laces on a dime was yeah. impressive. Yep. Yeah. I mean, mm. Seattle loses. Pittsburgh is the only undefeated team, and I yep. think we end on that note, right? Absolutely. Yep. So, guys, nothing else to get to today. Um, we will have a very loaded Wednesday episode, though, um, with our quarterback tiers and how they have changed, how they've moved around. Um, and we will have a couple graphics up this week. Um, we have a couple that are almost finished up. So, Make sure you go to our yeah, Instagram, Twitter as well. Yeah. yeah, our Instagram is at the underscore issue podcast. Our Twitter is just at the issue podcast. Um, yeah, go on there, leave, drop a like, drop a comment, or a retweet yeah. on Twitter. Tell a friend. Um, and then if you guys are looking for any advertising, um, you get, you need your show, uh, you know, business, anything promoted. Uh, hit us up on Instagram and Twitter. We have a lot of ad space. So, uh, yeah, that's just about it. Thanks for listening to The Issue.